Shalom, everybody. We are continuing with uh, Rav Nossin's beautiful discourse based on the Kutimor Lesson 24, section Orachayim, the laws of blessings over Thanksgiving, Birkat discourse number 6, paragraph 14. At this point, in a way, Rav Nossin is giving just a recap, a reminder of what we're trying to get to in this lesson and in his, de- his development in this discourse that he wrote here. So he says like this, Rav Nosen, a recap and a summary of, of culminating of all the practical advice that has come about until this point in Rav Nosen's discourse. So he says like this, Haklal, the rule to remember is the following, She'ikar kol galuyot she'ikaram galut nefesh that all of the exiles that a person, that we are going through, that the main exile of the Jewish people is what's called the exile of the soul. It's one thing that we're physically in exile, that we don't have a Beit HaMikdash, we're not under the authority of the Torah of the Sanhedrin, in the Holy Temple with Mashiach. We're still technically in exile, even though we have access to the Holy Land, but we don't have the sovereignty of the King of Mashiach and Hashem in the world. It's not recognized. So we are physically in exile. But the main exile felt is not necessarily that we're just among the going and the nations and learning from them and have hashpa, have influence from them. The main exile is that the soul is in exile. And he says, Kayadua, as is known, Rabbi Nachman goes into this in a, like in a whole presentation in the Kutimran lesson number 250, which Rav Nosen quoted earlier. Okay? He says, the main galut is the soul, the galut of the soul. And what is the essence of the of the exile of the soul? Ha'ikar hu ha'atzvut shemitgaber bechol pa'am al nefesh ha'israeli. The essence of the exile of the soul is sadness, sadness, depression, which tries to overpower every time a person on on the Jewish soul. The main exile. You hear what he's saying? The main exile is sadness and depression. That is how our exile is felt, that we feel, we experience sadness and depression. This is Galut. That's what it means that person's in exile. He's not happy, period. And in particular, if a person is still in his purification process and he has not yet, so long as he has not yet been purified and refined, Unbelievable. And the person is trying to dig a way out to come back to Hashem. And in the meantime, in this process, he goes through what he goes through. And it, the person passes what he passes. That the evil side is trying very much to attack such a person. The, the evil one is attacking him very much. And the main, it's amazing how he says it clearly on ink, on a paper. And the main, the essence of the attack of the evil side is sadness and depression. And a person, each person, has to seek and search out any possible advice 
to bring joy to himself with everything and anything accessible, any way possible. And he brings examples. Hen whether it's through telling jokes and acting silly, silliness. She'al pirov that in the main, in the majority of people, and the majority of a person's experience, he cannot bring joy to himself, only through telling jokes and acting silly, believe it or not. As has been written down and recorded elsewhere in our writings, a lot on this topic, and he tells you already, Rav Nosim, to take a look in Likuti Moran, part 2, lesson number 24. And he also says, And also in another discourse that Rav Nosim wrote, based on this lesson also, Likuti Moran, lesson 24. It's the discourse, Nefilat uh, discourse number 4. Based on this lesson that we're, we're dealing with right now, and he says, I and Shem, you should see there, because then that discourse with Nosin goes a lot into the idea of acting silly and he connects it to Purim, etc. That's one advice. Or whether through using Rabbi Nachman's most popular advice on being happy, it's called the lesson Azamra, Likutim Ran lesson 292, where Suresh Bebe, 282, sorry, where Rabbi Nachman advises a person to find his good points, to find the good, to look at the good, to be positive, not to be negative. So whether it's now using that lesson, the advice of finding your good points, that's two advices. Number three, or whether using other lessons from Rabbi Nachman or holy conversations, wondrous, awesome conversations that we heard of Nassim says regarding this topic of being happy always and using all the advices possible. So he gave two and the third one is a general one. But he's telling you, Many of the advices that we give to be happy have been brought down in our writings. You can see there because it's a very, very frequent topic in Rav Nassim's discourses and in Rabbi Nachman's teachings in general. And the goal of all this, <clears throat> until you reach a point where you can overpower the evil one who's trying to make you sad and to grab the sadness and melancholy specifically and turning it into joy. The raison d'etre, the reason bringing you to sadness, you take it itself and turn it into joy. And he says, in brackets of Nosim, <clears throat> as is brought down, as Rabbi Nachman explains, on the verse from Isaiah, that joy and delight they will reach, and the evil takes off. This verse, Rabbi Nachman develops in Likute Moran, part 2, lesson 23. And he says, Rav Nosen, V'ayen ma she mevoar korze, Belichot priya urviya halacha gimo. Ayen sham hetev. And Rav Nosen tells us, See elsewhere in his discourses, Rav Nosen's discourses, Where he developed this topic of grabbing the sadness, Specifically and turning it into joy. 
explain this in another discourse, the laws of, of, of reproduction, Piria Ovidia, discourse number three. Look there very carefully. Rav Nosset went into this in detail, this concept. And he goes back to what we're talking about here. And in particular, how a person has to do this to transform anything, making him sad, transforming it into joy, particular on Shabbat and Yom Tov. It's amazing. We're now giving this class on Erev Sukkot. So tonight is our opportunity. Tomorrow night, sorry, is our opportunity to be happy, Bezat Hashem, to grab the sadness, turn it into joy, which is so necessary in Yom Tov. Uvechol Yom Kodem Atfila. Rav Nosson says, in every day before davening, how the Yetzara, the evil one, tries to make you sad and down and depressed, and you have to take it and turn it into joy. Don't let the sadness have the upper hand. Don't dwell on it. Okay? That normally before davening starts, you have to really overpower, overcome, strengthen yourself very much, exceedingly, to daven with joy. Because that's the main way the Yitzhar gets a person down, gets him out of davening, is making him sad. And also, going back to what we said earlier, and also to accept and receive the holiness of Shabbat and Yom Tov with tremendous joy, not be heavy and weighed down by everything you're going through. And to the point where, until you reach the point where you can draw the joy of Shabbat into the six days of the week. And like we mentioned earlier, the concept, this idea, Rav Nosson touched upon this already earlier. And to do as a result of having the joyous attitude, you can be always 24-7 then doing the mitzvot with joy. If, you see Rav Nosson's pointing out an amazing point, you have to work on being happy always in order to be able to do the mitzvot with joy. Don't expect to come to the mitzvah and have the joy there automatically. If you're not working on a joyous attitude always, you won't be able to do the mitzvot with joy. The prerequisite to do a mitzvah of Simcha, which is the main theme of this lesson, the Kutimah Lesson 24, is by working, developing on being happy always. Whether it's to telling jokes and acting silly, whether it's to finding the good points, whether the other advices that Rav Nosson even brought down in this discourse, one being that you need a tzaddik in your life, who's always shining you hope and light to be happy, Bezat Hashem. And the other advices, like we said also, looking at the future, always looking how at the end everything's going to work out, so why are you sad, why are you broken? All these are examples of advice that you have to use to be in a positive attitude, a positive mentality, a positive, you know, uh, perspective and presentation. I don't say it exactly so well in English, but you have to have this positive joy necessary to do the mitzvot of joy. And this is what we're dealing with. This is what we're trying to work on. In this lesson, lesson 24, and Rav Nosson's discourse here, that Rabbi, Rabbi Nachman revealed to us in his kindness, all the benefits that a person merits to by doing the mitzvot with joy. And he's now like recapping the lesson itself. The main way for a person to ascend from level to level 
and from spiritual dimension to another spiritual dimension until he reaches the maximum capacity called the crown, the Keter, the upper crown, which is the gateway to the infinite light. Hakol mitzvah. It all starts with doing the mitzvot with joy. That through this, a person goes up, is ascended, rises from the exchanged chambers, from the depths of the klipot, of the evil forces, which is the same concept as the ktorit. This is what the ktorit does, like we said earlier. The Ktorit does that. It elevates from the Klipot. And joy too. That's why the Ktorit is perpetuous to being happy. It leads to joy. And then a person goes up, etc. He's just quoting the lesson. So the person goes up, etc. Like mentioned in lesson 24. Up and up and up. All the levels until he reaches what's called the nine chambers that are above any lights of the nefesh and the ruach and the shama, etc., etc. But as Rav Nosin is pointing out the power of being besimcha and how it leads to doing the mitzvot besimcha bezat Hashem.